Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. Coming up on this episode, our Chief Sports Writer Lee Ryder shares his view on Newcastle's opening day defeat to West Ham. The Magpies are losing 4-2. It was a disappointing performance, especially given the fact it was the first time that tens of thousands of fans have been allowed to return to St James's Park for the first time since February 2020. Lee shares his view on why it went so wrong for Steve Bruce's men. Hello and thanks for joining us on the opening day of Newcastle's 2021-22 Premier League campaign. As you heard there in the introduction, it started with a defeat. West Ham deservedly beat United 4-2, coming from behind twice to grab all three points. Callum Wilson, as he tends to do against West Ham, scored after five minutes. It was after good work from Alan St. Maximum, and that's now nine goals for Wilson against the Hammers, more than he scored against any other club. West Ham equalised though through Cresswell and it came after a check from VAR over an offside but it was correctly ruled as good. Newcastle looked good offensively in the first half. Almiron clipping the bar, Clark going close and Wilson testing Fabianski with a cheeky back heel. And they then retook the lead just before the break with Jacob Murphy meeting a Matt Ritchie corner. However, in the second half, as Lee Ryder points out in just a moment, the Magpies went missing and defensively were ripped apart by the Hammers. Goals from Berama Suchek, who reacted first to Antonio's saved penalty, the latter then making up for his error as he netted the fourth. There where the goals came from, there were questions over the penalty. Murphy harshly penalised, in my opinion, but in truth, the Magpies were poor in the second half, and West Ham deserved the win. Here's what Lee Ryder had to make of it all. Newcastle United have been beaten by West Ham 4-2 at St James's Park on the opening day of the season. Lee Ryder still in the ground there. And Lee, it was kind of a it was a tale of two performances, really, a bit of Jekyll and Hyde. First half, Newcastle went to the break 2-1, looked very good. And then second half, defensively, they just went missing a bit. Yeah, I mean, no complaints at all with the with the first half. It, it, was, it was a dream start, really, to get the goal when they did. Um, and my, my concern going into the game was the fitness because I've, I've watched all the pre-season, haven't seen too much of John Joe Shelby and my concern was his fitness and how long Alan at Maximum could last. They, those were my big concerns. Um, and sadly, in the second half, I think Newcastle, you know, they come out and basically conceded those three goals in the space of 21 minutes. And sadly... That cost them the game, and by that point, both Shelby and Saint Maximin they were struggling a bit fitness-wise. But ultimately, Newcastle are probably going to have to dust themselves down from this one now. And yeah, what can you say? I mean, West Ham had a fantastic season last year, no doubt about that. But Newcastle beat them twice, so it's not like they're incapable of winning a game like this. Just second half, the defense just seemed to switch off a little bit. They were in a good position. And sadly, um, they opened this new season with a defeat. But there's probably other reasons that we could talk about. And, you know, for me, <laughs> the lack of signings in the summer. I mean, yes, we've got Joe Willock on board now, but he was signed too late. He couldn't feature in this game. He wouldn't have started anyway. He would have come off the bench. Um, but unfortunately, uh, there was no other fresh impetus. You need, for me, you need summer signings in on day one of pre-season so they can get integrated and they can get fit. And Newcastle just need those one or two new faces just to keep things ticking over. It's pretty much the same side as last season, apart from Joe Willock. 
well, Joe Willock was there in the second half of last season, but it's still a new face. But at the end of the day, they needed something else and uh, it wasn't there, unfortunately. The goals from Newcastle came from Wilson and Murphy and West Ham got goals from Cresswell, Ben Rama, Suchek and Antonio. Steve Bruce seemed particularly angry with that. I think it was the, the second, was it the third goal, sorry, um, that was nearly ruled offside. That would go to VR check. Do you think he'd be, he'll be disappointed at the way the defence performed and switching off at, you know, at, the, at the vital times? Yeah, I mean, there seems to be a bit of debate over the penalty. Um, I've seen it once on the monitor. It looks soft to me. Um, I think the referee actually could have had a, had a look in the stadium himself and, and seen that. But, you know, that went against Newcastle. But then, even then, Freddie Woodman makes a good save on his debut. Uh, it was almost a dream moment for the kid. But then, you know, if you look at the replay of that, that goal... You know, they're standing still down there, and uh, yeah, it was that. That was that was hard for me to take. You mentioned Freddie Woodman. Then, other than I mean, good save with the penalty. Do you think he, he did it right on his debut? I'm not going to hammer Freddie Woodman because he's coming on his debut. I've seen a few things on Twitter, people criticising him, but let's be honest, there was a a very experienced defence around him that day, and you know he's not devoid of blame when you concede four goals. But at the end of the day. I'd expect a little bit more protection from a, a set of senior defenders. And, um, yeah, I, I feel for him a bit. I don't think he got the protection he required. And, yeah, unfortunately, um, he'll he probably have to learn from this. But it hasn't been a perfect summer for him either. You know, he was all lined up to go to Bournemouth. He thought he was going to be playing 40-odd games for them. He's been, you know, kept at, at Newcastle. I mean, yeah, he's made his debut today and I'm... That's fantastic, his Premier League debut. But, um, you know, mentally he thought he was going to be doing one thing, he's been thrown in the deep end and he's doing this. So, it's it's been tough for him. So, yeah, we'll, but we'll have to see where they are next week in terms of goalkeepers. And uh, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how things uh, pan out in the next few weeks. Lascelles is on the bench, Leaf. I think Bananas was the captain, wasn't he? A few people in the comments asking whether you think Newcastle missed Lascelles today in the, in the back back five that it was. Well, it's probably easy to say that they missed him now uh, when they conceded four. But um, I thought it was a big call from Steve Bruce because to to bench your captain is a, is a big one. Um, and Kieran Clark is probably they were probably neck and neck to play today. And Kieran Clark got the nod, and you know I'm sure all the defenders can look back at today and think they could have done a lot better. It's easy to say now, as I say, but yeah, Lascelles, uh, Lascelles may well find himself walking straight back in the team after this. But positively, I mean, forward going, you know, if, if the, the, the front three remain fit, you get Willock in. Attacking wise, they looked they look quite positive going forward. Wilson, uh, St. Maximum, Almiron. Uh, you know, crosses from either flank. There are positives to take from today, do you think? Yeah, they are. Uh, they, they won't carry much weight this evening because the, the inquest's already started. <clears throat> but um, offensively, you haven't got too much of a problem with it. They go to Aston Villa next week. Aston Villa had a tough start as well at Watford. So it's going to be interesting that game next week. But yeah, the, the season started and, you know, the, 
the pressure is on Newcastle straight away. They've lost the first game, so uh, it can only get better. You've spoken to Steve Bruce. What was his reaction like? How did he take in the game? I think he was talking about defensively, they've got to do better. I think he had com he had valid complaints about the VAR. Um, he was asked about the lack of signings. He said the he didn't say there was anything imminent. He said that you know they've got what they've got and um, they'll have to go into the next week and see where they are. But it sounds to me like nothing's uh, around the corner anyway. So yeah, it's it's um, we start turning attention to Aston Villa already. And just finally, because I know you're going to have to get out of the stadium in due course. What was it like having the fans back? I was outside pre-game doing a bit of video to those who wanted to talk to us here at Chronicle Live. And the, the buzz and the atmosphere outside was brilliant. So I can't even begin to imagine what it was like inside. Yeah, it was jumping, I think. Um, the old Apple Watch was going off with uh, warnings about the hearing. Uh, protect your ears. And uh, it was, you know, I think it was over 101 decibels when, uh, you know, the first goal went in. So, yeah, look, you can't, it was always going to be a great atmosphere. But... Um, Probably the key thing is that the fans, they stayed with the team when they were losing and, um, yeah, they've got to now, you know, they'll go down Aston Villa in the numbers again next week and um, hope for a better result. Fantastic. Well, we'll let you get off, Lee. Thanks for joining us. And you can head over to chroniclelive.co.uk to see Lee's match report, his player ratings. We have Sean McCormick doing the five things as well. We'll have all the response and reaction from Steve Bruce and the players. And uh, if you are listening later on the podcast, please remember to like and subscribe.